I'm not saying I'm proud of anything. That's why we're here is that this is a very like, you know, I'm not proud of what happened. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Bad Times Good Stories Podcast. My name is Joe Flanders. I hope you're doing well. I feel like death, and I probably look like death. Got myself a case of the flu. It's been fun. And it couldn't have come at a better time as I'm visiting family in North Carolina first, and now I'm I'm back in Ohio. And, uh, yeah... Just having a ball. I actually have really enjoyed spending time with my family. Um, but doing it with the flu is uh, tough. But I am feeling better knowing that you guys get to listen to an awesome episode of the show. Today, I have Magdalene Vick, who uh, I've known since college. She's a very funny and talented actress and comedian. You may know her from her frequent collaborations with Ray William Johnson, uh, the Facebook comedian and sketch maker. She's been in a bunch of his videos, but she's a lot more than that, and we talk about that. She's a very talented actress who's done a bunch of movies and TV and theater, and, and we talk about all that. But what we're mainly talking about is Maggie's Me Too story. And this happened to her before the movement really began, And what makes this story sort of unique is that when a guy who was pretending to be invested in her career when she first moved to L.A. um, thrust himself on her, she resisted the first time and then thought about it for a couple days and came to the conclusion that, okay, I'll play your game. I will have sex with you in exchange for getting me the stuff that you're promising. And uh, she's really open about it, which I think is really cool and really brave. Uh, Again, this is before the Me Too movement, and she just moved to L.A., and sadly just figured that was how things go out here and uh, decided to play along, so to speak, and um, continued seeing this guy for several years. And we just talk about what that did to her psyche and and, uh, her self-worth and and all the things that that happened as a result of that. Um, But... She definitely kind of came out the other side, as, as often is the case with these guests, which is why I love doing this podcast. It was definitely a low point for her, I think. But uh, she's come out the other side and um, I think is really proud of the stuff she's doing now, and she should be. So a really great conversation, and I hope you guys enjoy it. If you do, give us that five-star rating on iTunes, please. And uh, you can email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the episode or any episode or anything. You can also go to badtimesgoodstoriespod.com for past episodes, merch, and a link to the Patreon page. That's all I've got for now. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Magdalene Vick. How are you? Life is good. Life yeah. is good. I mean, the weather got a lot better, so that's lovely and it amazing. Is. It is lovely. Oh my gosh. Um, it really does change your whole like dynamic. 
Yeah, it does. Growing up in the Midwest, like I would have um, my brother actually, and I wish I had known about it. He would get one of those like sun lamps. Oh God! Oh wow! Yeah, that's it's just so cloudy in the Midwest. You know, yeah. I mean, you're from Kansas City. Yes, I yeah, am. So you, yeah, so you get it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's nice. What it's amazing what just some sunshine can. Oh do. my God! Yeah. yeah, it like kind of takes that depression and makes you feel even worse for feeling that way because exactly. it's so nice out. Exactly. So a lot of people know you as a frequent collaborator with Ray William Johnston. Johnston. Is that his name? <laughs> no, Johnson. It's Johnson. Johnson. Okay. Yeah, but Johnston sounds a lot fancier. <laughs> it does. I, whoever is going to use that name, Ray William Johnston. The third. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he wears little crown in the videos. I love it. No, yes. Yeah, I work a lot uh, with him and in sketches. That's kind of how I got my start in the sketch world. Mm -hmm. um, but my background is in theater. And yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, I mean, I've, you know, we went to college together. I've known you for a number of years. You're obviously a lot more than just the girl. In the, in the I am videos. more than that girl. Um, but I just wanted to give the, the, Con, you know the audience some context exactly to, yes yes know, yes most um, people do know me from that how, how did you start working with him um actually funny enough uh we met on a plane huh. and i thought i had no idea who he was and uh i decided to try to school him in in uh, in acting really yeah, it was. A, well, I had no idea. So I was like, well, here I am. I just went to conservatory. So let me tell you what I know. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple hours. To and what was remarkable is that like never once did he make me feel like he was better than me yeah. or that like, you know, it it was actually amazing. He listened. You know, it was like, and for someone of that, he already created, he was like one of the first YouTubers. He had all that behind him, all that success. And yet he was still able to just like, you know, listen to a stranger mm -hmm. who's, you know, yeah. trying to give him advice. I just thought that was amazing. Then I got home and I was like, <laughs> I was like, he's actually, and then funny enough, we, uh, we re-met on uh, Tinder. Okay. Back in the nice. day. Yeah. So <laughs> this, is this was after the flight. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So did you go out on a date? Uh, yeah, we did. But then we, we quickly realized that we're, we were better friends. Okay, cool. Yes. And collaborators and, and such? Yeah. It's such a fascinating thing because, I mean, you know, he's incredibly successful and has a large following, but we're also like, I feel like entertainment is so fragmented that I, 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 there's so many people who are at his level who I've never heard of in my life. Oh, totally. And it's so interesting. Totally. You know, and like my cousin is the rock star of a, or is a, the lead singer of a rock band uh, called Black Veil Brides and they tour the world and they've had, you know, platinum records. But on a day-to-day -day basis, I don't, like he doesn't get recognized all the time. No. You know? I think and, that's actually the best. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. And that's what he said. You know, um, I mean, be able to rake in that money and still be able to go to the grocery store exactly. and like, you know. And it's just so funny because even like on a much lesser scale, you know, like his involvement with Average Joe and everything. Like if I go to his shows, I feel like a celebrity because in that context, oh, totally. you know, and it's very flattering that people, you know, care enough to yeah. say hi or, you know, want a picture or anything. But in no other service. So I have this like very small like uh, tease of what that must feel like to anybody who's got that level of popularity where you could go a couple days without being noticed and then maybe five days in a row somebody's going crazy because they met you and yeah i don't know it's, it must be a very interesting thing to kind of and 
I can imagine it could be hard to kind of stay grounded on some level because you do have this notoriety, uh, but then maybe not being recognized as a way to kind of bring you back down to just being an even keel person. I have no which idea. Is, which is what we all are yeah. and what we all strive to be. And everyone who doesn't have it, all of those like high profile celebrities really wish that they could just go to the store right. and get some milk. Be a person. And be a person. And yeah. and talk to someone without them wanting something from right. you, which exactly. is enormous. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So how long have you been uh, uh, working with Ray? Uh, I, I guess for about three years now. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is really, it is really cool. And, you know, and I've learned so much from him and what he does and, now I'm doing my own, which I'm very, very excited about. I'm still working with Ray. I think he's amazing. So I hope that we continue to collaborate. Sure. But um, now I'm I'm empowered and I'm writing and I didn't even know that I could write. Now I'm writing. And it's funny because you, you, you have to get over that hump of like, oh, this is something that I can't do. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you just do it. Yeah. You, you, you just sit down and you're like, oh, and then you're like, oh my God, I'm much better at this than I thought I was. Right. And yeah, so well, it's, it's, it's magical and I'm really, I'm really proud and it's coming along and I'm excited. Great. Well, yeah. wonderful. Um, so now that we have some context, uh, when I email anybody about coming on the show, I generally ask them to just send a few, you know, a couple sentence synopsis of a few options. And I was really drawn to, uh, your sort of sabotaging love theme. I yes. Guess. Yeah. Um, kind of self-sabotaging. Of course, because yeah. who doesn't love a good self-sabotaging? Because <laughs> okay. um, I did that to a degree, too, but I think in a different way. So I'm curious. So let's let's just kind of dive into it. Okay. Well, um, when I first got your like thing and I started thinking about what to, you know, what to talk about, I was like, okay, here are these deep things. And then, you know, sabotage. Who doesn't love a good love story? You know, who like, who doesn't, you know, everyone's got these romantic issues going on. Everyone fantasizes about these wild things. Um, Am I loved? Am I not? But I feel like the more important thing are the things that don't, you don't want to talk about. Yes, that is the absolute theme of this show. Exactly. And so I think that my experiences uh, with male producer, a male producer in particular, I think are going to be more valuable oh, okay. to, to, for anyone to know. Okay. You know, to listen, you know, because what's the point in having you know, something to say if you can't help people and, and all this, especially in this climate today, you know what I mean? It's like, no one needs another love story to help them get through another, I mean, go listen to an Ariana Grande album. Sure. You know what I mean? Is she the one that you can meet in the middle? Is that, is that that right? I don't know. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I don't know. They're they're all the, 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 uh, Ariana Grande is the thank you next. Thank you. Oh. Next. It's probably way off key. I'm really sorry. Uh, well, that's not the issue. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Like, oh, I don't know. Oh, but if it were in the right tune, perhaps yes. I would know it. Exactly. Anyway, I've cut you off. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, I, but I just, I think it's more important to talk about, you know, the, the experiences that I went through that other people have went through. And uh, in my case, nothing really came of it. And okay. I feel like 
all these these cases of women coming forward, mm. uh, they were either mega movie stars or whatever, but no one has really come and said, oh, this happened to me and absolutely nothing came of it. Right. Not saying I'm proud of anything. That's sure. why we're here right. is that yeah. this is a very like, you know, I'm not proud of what happened, but, um, or what transpired, but, but there are so many people that this has happened to mm -hmm. and they, they, they don't have any voice. Right. You know what I mean? Cause only the mega superstars, the right. movie stars, the celebrities, you know, have any clout. Mm. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share, you know, this, these experiences that I went through Please. and you know, they, okay. um, they were very, I mean, it was, it was just, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Do you have any, I mean, like specific questions about it or should I just kind of like go into, yeah, I mean, I guess just to, to paint the picture, did these, does this happen in LA? Yes. When you moved here? Yeah, when okay. I moved here. So it was about uh, 2013. And just for to, for some context, so you went to North Carolina School of the Arts, studied drama. Yes. Um, being an actress, I... I, I yeah. You know, I'm a good, your, I'm a good freaking actress. You I are. take it very seriously. I... I really enjoyed your uh, your scenes on on uh, I'm dying up here. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. that. On. I I, really I do it. too. I, really I thought it. it was really great. And the way that they ended the series. <sighs> anyway, again, I've gotten off off topic. It's okay. Um, so yes, but that's yes. kind of your background. So yeah, I I've been professionally acting since gosh, high school. You know, I did a you know, a trilogy back to back uh, in repertory at the Kansas City Actors Theater of Lanford Wilson's place. I mean, who, you know, I'm a I'm not a, I'm not just someone from the Midwest trying to come here and get right. famous is the point. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it was about 2013 and I got here and I'm all wide eyed, but I also came from New York. So mm. I, I got balls. Yes. You know what I mean? Thank goodness I went to New York because I was, I really was able to just kind of like, you know, at yeah. least have an alligator skin is what I called it. Exactly right. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it was about 2013 and I was working at this hotel and I, I met this guy. Um, I am not going to say his name because I just, I don't feel comfortable. Uh, I'm not that kind of person. Maybe, you know, maybe that'll change whatever, but, you um, fake name? um, let's call him Bill Edwards. Bill Edwards. Okay. No relation to your uncle. <laughs> Um, okay. So, so I met, I met this guy, Bill, and he was very charming, very like, almost like a, a dad like figure. Um, and he seemed to really take an interest in my career. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was like, oh, you know, you know, here's my number. Let's get together and have a chat. Okay. And <clears throat> so. Did he say what he did or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. He's a he's a producer. He he produced at the time one of the best television series okay. on it that existed. Okay. He actually like won for like best dramatic television series. Okay. So real in my eyes, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. how did this happen? This is why I moved out. I here. know. I know. It's it's happening. I'm meeting the best of the best. Yeah. And um and so yeah, so we had he took me out to this amazing place to have lunch. 
And I just felt like the bell of the ball. And he was, you know, all these people were coming up to him and like uh, introducing themselves. And then he would have them, you know, in, meet me, they would mm-hmm. introduce to me. Yeah. And then he'd be like, well, you know, I, he, he'd be like, I don't know who they are. Like, I don't remember. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Here, I know. I feel like on the end, you know, yeah, I'm right. like on the inside. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it just, we talked about, you know, who I needed to meet. And he would like make a list of all these people that I needed to meet. And like, this is what I needed to do and blah, blah, blah. And then he slipped me a Nike gift card. Okay. And I, and he was like, well, I know you like running. And I was like, Wow. This is so awesome. And it was for a pretty good amount. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, this guy not only cares about my career, but, like, I'm a runner. He, like, cares about me. And um, and we'd only met, like, one other time or something. And and then, you know, we he'd be like, okay, you know, let's, you know, text and and meet again. And, And then we would text, and it would kind of be like, like, you know, per, not overly personal, but just enough that you feel like, wow, you're really getting a bond with this person and yeah. he's somebody in the business. And, and then we'd meet again and then it was a best, uh, a Bed Bath & Beyond gift card. And it was like, oh. also, and I was like, oh my God. He's like, well, I know you, you like, you know, coffee and get a, co- get a nice coffee maker. And I was okay. like, okay. I was like, this is, this is great. And then I'm like, okay, well, when do I get to, you know, I would love to meet these people. And like, you know, have you seen my work? Did he, did you watch the reel that I sent you? And, oh yes. Yeah. It was really good. And like on the fourth time that we met for like one of these lunches, I'm like, okay, you know, am I ever going to meet these people? And, and so he set up one meeting and I went and I talked with this casting director who is unbelievable, like in my eyes, one of the best casting directors. And yet when I met her, it was like she was doing a favor for him. And made that clear to you. And it made it very clear. Yeah. And it was so, I mean, who am I to get in that room, right? right? Like, I mean, I didn't show her anything. I understand if I was her, I'd probably feel the exact same way. Who is this male guy throwing me all these girls to see? Right. Probably more than just me. Sure. And, um, even though I didn't want to believe it at the time. Mm-hmm. And so then it was mostly like, all right, well, you know, reformat your resume and good luck. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I got to say that I've gone to the casting office. I right. mean, that was cool. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Woo. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So that, I mean, it was like baby steps in that kind of scenario. And mm. then what really was interesting was I think about like the fifth time that we hung out. And I'm like, okay, this guy, you know, he really, really cares about me and what I'm doing. And, um, and then we meet at this hotel and it's at night and we're getting a drink and we're laughing like we're friends and like, like I've known him forever. You know, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, silly. Sure. And, and like, you met at like the hotel bar. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, and then he's like, okay. And then he kind of like gets close to my face and like, I, I was like kind of kissed me, but I like didn't really like do anything. I was like, what? And then we just like, you know, cover that up Lock and went back. Up. And then like he was like, oh, well, I'll walk you to your car. And I was like, okay. And he walked me to my car and he kissed me. And it was 
heartbreaking. It was like everything just kind of like blew up in my face. And I was like, what, what, this is what it is. This, this is what it is. This was a long con. Yeah. And I went, I remember I went home and days on end, I am an avid journaler and I just journaled. I was like, this, I don't know what, what curse words I can say on this oh, podcast, but I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this can't be, this can't be. I was so mad. I was like, this is, well, if he's doing this, then I'm going to do that. And like, he's it, and I should get, and I was so mad and trying to process it. And also like, you know, it's maybe a year into LA and I'm like, okay. And then I was like, okay. And Joe, this is, this is where the bad times and good laughter, which will come later. Good laughter will come. (laughs) But, uh, but I was like, okay. I was like, well, this is how the game is played. Mm -hmm. He put it in, in there. Mm -hmm. And this is how the game is played. And that's when I started to play that game. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not proud of it at all. Sure. At all. No. Um, so how did you initiate that? Did you? Well, you mean you continue to, I, I didn't really need to initiate much, Joe. Okay. He, it was already kept, yeah. in the mix. There yeah. was not, are you okay with this? This wasn't, hey, let me check in. Mm-hmm. This was, you know, and so then, you know, so then the lunches started to be less public mm-hmm. and that's when I was like, okay, this is strange. And then, and then it was like, okay, well, you know, he'd occasionally introduce me to people, but as the year went by and years, this went on for a couple years, mm. it really stopped. Once he knew that I was there yeah. and up for the game, it was, uh, he didn't really have to try much harder. The only way that he had to try was he decided to pay for classes for me. For you, acting classes? He decided to pay for acting classes. He thought that that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have already had uh, like yeah. so much experience. I was professionally acting, as, you know, all this. I, I understand acting is a muscle. It's great. But I mean, like I would rather use that money to make stuff, which I'm doing now. Exactly. Than to continue to, you know take these classes. But anyway, they were like $600 classes and he would either, he would like start meeting me at my house Mm -hmm. where I wanted to talk about stuff, but then we'd have to have sex. Mm -hmm. And it was so painful every time because I wanted to talk about my career and then there, it was like, what, a 30-minute window of him getting there, having sex, and then talking. It didn't even. And then he, like a, like a prostitute, left money for mm, classes. For the classes, yeah. And um, I tried to justify this so much to myself. I'm sure. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, the, the internal struggle here must be so great and that you know that you have the skills to do this for a living yeah you shouldn't need to be doing this right but and i'm sure outside of your interactions with him 
you know, you're making efforts in other ways to try and get in the door, you know, whatever, or exactly, you know, Oh my God. So it's kind of just exactly. I mean, I was trying, but I wasn't trying that hard because this was the guy that was on top of the world. I thought literally, I was like, wow, this is, this is how, this is my end. And like, he took me to a golden globe party Mm -hmm. and here I am. And literally Tom Hanks goes, hi, I'm Tom. Mm -hmm. Rita Wilson. Hi, I'm Rita. I'm Maggie, David O. Russell, Jennifer Lawrence. I'm meeting everyone I've ever dreamed about being right. and being taken seriously. And he, I mean, to his credit, he introduced me as Magdalene Vick. And, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, I was just like starstruck and, and so excited about my career and then, you know, walked to the car and then he wants stuff in the car. Right. And I did, I, I resisted, I resisted and I didn't, I didn't do it. And then, he, and then he's angry. And then what is all this? And then there's all this other stuff on top of it. Right. Yeah. You know, then he's saying, I just took you to this thing and I did that. And I, you exactly. know, and yeah, I mean, that just seems like such a, a tailspin to, to be in the middle of because like you said, technically, I mean, you were meeting people, but it was in the most degrading way possible. Totally. And I, and I really thought, you know, that my talent was going to inspire him to really do something and help me. Mm -hmm. But, uh, uh, but it didn't, you know, and then, um, and then, I started, I played the game too, you know, cause I, I kept wanting him to be in my life because I was, I thought, you know, that it was going to help. I thought this was, this is what you did. Right. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was, it was a journey. Oh my goodness. And then it would just, it became more of the game and like he, my mom would come in town and he'd want to meet my mom. Oh wow. Okay. So then this producer of a, of a leading TV series, you know, invited us to this beautiful place for dinner and he meets my mom and I'm walking around in a mini skirt knowing that he had sex with me and my mom had no idea. And it was, uh, how did he, how did you guys introduce him to your mom? Was it just like, Oh, he's like my mentor or helping me? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now, was he married? Um, I believe so. He said he was separated at the time, Mm -hmm. but it was also super degrading walking in those places. And some of his colleagues or people that knew him would be, would give him an eye, you know, kind of like that wink, like that, uh, that, well, not even out of go, but just like, yeah, how's, how's the wife or something, but they'd never look at me. And, uh, and then, of course, I would bring it up, and he was like, "Oh, we're separated. We live in different houses, and you know, stuff like that." And um, yeah, it was. I mean, I if yeah, I don't even know. So, um, so I want to go back to like what to the moment where you decided you were going to play the game, mm-hmm. like how you know. So your initial reaction when he when he kissed you and he walked you to the car was anger and everything else. And then how did that play out? Was it over the course of just like a couple hours? You were like, you know what? Oh God, no. I mean, no, I went several days. I mean that I had to journal through that and be like, what the fuck? Like, this is, 
this is, this is LA. This is what I have to do. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't have anyone around me at that moment to really help me. And also I was extremely embarrassed. Yeah. I was like, I didn't, I didn't, this was not something I wanted to say to anybody. I didn't want to admit this. I didn't want to, you know, like I had already told people, Hey, I'm good friends with this amazing like producer and he's going to help me. And then all of a sudden he's doing all this stuff, which is everything that everyone thought that they were, he was going to do. Mm-hmm. So it would be, and you know, proving them right. Right. And I'm like, uh, you know, young in the business and I'm talented. The last thing I want to do is admit that someone wanted to do that to, to me. Right. That you fell trapped to this trope that everyone talks exactly. about. And it's, a, I, I'm, I'm so grateful that it is a trope that everyone talks about now right? because I feel a lot better about, you know, being public with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the main thing though, Joe, that I really want like people to know is that like, it happens to so many people and that it's not just the famous people. There are so many people that have had no co-star, guest star, series regulars, leading roles, none at all that have just lived with this secret in their lives because they're ashamed with it and it did not help them. You know, right. sometimes, you know, you've heard stories of people sleeping their way to the top. A lot of people sleep their way nowhere mm-hmm. and it's extremely degrading. And, uh, and on, on the flip side, which is great, which is, you know, post all of this, mm-hmm. which we can go back and talk about it if you like, but, um, post all of this, now I'm working harder than I've ever worked before. Mm-hmm. And I am empowered. I trust my talent. Do I think I'm going to be famous like I could have if, if that might have happened and he put me in a show? I don't know. But at least I trust myself more. Exactly. And I know that I, whatever I earn in this business, I've earned it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's incredibly empowering. It's incredibly empowering. Yeah. Which is much, you know, like I, I'm grateful for that experience i mean you're oh you learn that that's the point of your you know podcast is that you learn from the bad things that happen in your life yeah exactly you know and and to be fair like a lot of people like me who's who have gone through this won't come forward to say it because it's really embarrassing and you want to blame them and you can blame them but i also have to take responsibility like you said when i decided I'm going to play the game. Right. Well, and I really admire you for doing that. Um, you know, this is not where I, I thought we were going today. And I'm really glad that you decided, you know, that this is what you wanted to talk about. I think that it's really important. Yeah. You know, and it's not, it's not about, you know, pointing fingers because we all have our own guilt. We right. all have our own issues. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am, I, I am guilty of it, mm-hmm. but I'm also guilty of being taken advantage of. Right. So it's there. Um, so how long did this go on? <sighs> like two and a half years, three years, maybe. Um, the end of it was me texting him, trying to 
connect and see what he thought or had any apology. And oh my God, I tried so many times to, to get him to apologize. I remember calling him and being like, well, what did you think this was? I called him and I said that and he was, and he like pulled this like, oh, well, you know, I thought you were really, you know, attracted to me. Well, this man is significantly older. I mean, significantly, 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 maybe even older than my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I believe people can actually be in love. Sure. Right. But I, I had been talking to him about my career the whole time. How could he not? Right. It's no. ridiculous for him to think that because all of what he was bringing to the table was what he could do for your career. It sounds like. Exactly. You know, so it's ridiculous for him to think otherwise. Right. And uh, so so when you called to say what else, or, you know, what did you think this oh was? Oh, my gosh. What was that in uh, response to? Which, well, it was it was around the time when everyone was coming forward. Okay. And uh, and I just wanted to to talk to him, to realize like the human in people, you know what I mean? We're all so human. Yeah. That's that we have human flaws. We just fucking admit it. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, I was just crying and I was, I was like, it was like, you know, Bill Edwards, why, like, why did, why did you do this? Like, you know, why did you not help me? I know you could have helped me more. And, uh, yeah. And I know it's selfish of me to be like, you know, why didn't you, um, you know, make me a star, you know, to place blame on that. But that's honestly, I moved here in 2013. I met him then. I had really no other foundation that I knew of how to pursue a career in LA, you know, what was his response? Why hadn't he done more? He claimed that he couldn't. Uh, he claimed that he didn't. He it wasn't his decision, mm-hmm. and uh, we all know that that is completely wrong. Yes, yeah. Because he could have. I mean, he could have put me a, at least as a one liner. He could have brought me to set. He could have introduced me to people and said it was like, you know, after a point. There was no, there weren't, there weren't any more Golden Globes parties. There weren't, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, you said it may, you know, it may have been selfish for you, but at, at the same time, this basically was just a transactional relationship, right? Yeah. I mean, in yeah. exchange for, you know, being with him, uh, he was supposed to help and, you know. Yeah, that's exactly, that's the way that I had seen it. And that's what I, that's almost verbatim what I did tell him mm-hmm. on that phone call. And he, yeah. And then he just was, he just played the victim card and was like, Oh, I didn't know this is what you wanted. I thought you really liked me and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah. Well, I don't want to harp on it too much, but I, I just, did you ever actually, like you said he got angry if you refused to, you know, have sex or anything. Did you ever, were you ever actually like fearful? No, it was never, it was never, a, it was never a rape. It was never, it was yeah. never a rape. I want that to be very, you know, known yeah. this. I mean, this was a choice I made right. and, um, uh, and I tried my best to just make it, uh, 
you know, make myself believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I just want to, I want to make sure that I like, cause I wrote down, I really wanted to make this, um, yeah, I think, I think I got it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's, it's to bring it out on like the good side is that like, I, I have, I, I, I see that and I see through, I see through it now and I'm like, okay, this is not an option anymore for me or for him. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's our, you know, my mission to just follow my heart and like work really hard and create and learn and all this stuff. And that, that fame and all of that is not at all, at all what it seems. Right. Definitely. You know what I mean? Well, and the nice thing about, and you know, the fact that you are, you know, so empowered and you're making your own stuff and you're doing this is that you own whatever happens. I mean, you exactly. know, it's all a crapshoot. I believe me, I deal with these thoughts every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but you know, even if he had gotten you to that place and you were famous or whatever, I would imagine there would always be a part of you that knew, you know, why that was the case. And because you're mm-hmm. so talented, that should be the reason that you get there. Exactly. And not, you know. And call it the universe or whatever. But I think that that's exactly why, I mean, why it ended. Why, you know, like, mm-hmm. of course it should end. It's it's ridiculous. That, that kind of stuff. And it's not just acting. It's in every single facet of an occupation. Every occupation has these same scenarios. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think now women are more empowered to to just step up and, and not hide themselves anymore. And you know what is also really interesting is, you know, the the traditional understanding of what it is to be a woman, what it is to be a man is evolving mm-hmm. in a way that not, you know, it's not just uh, it's not just women are beautiful and 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 uh, vulnerable all the time. Women, it's okay for a woman to be very strong, to be, to make mistakes, to be aggressive, all these traditional male concepts, it's okay for a woman to be. And I think knowing this now and being in this, you know, period uh, of, of time, like it's helped me be like, okay, no, it's totally fine for me to just do it, to just take the, the position of power and to do it myself. Yeah. You know, it's terrific. I mean, that's, that's definitely the, yeah, the positive. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's tremendous that, you know, we are making this progress and that, uh, and on the flip side, you know, like I don't feel embarrassed now if I'm like crying in a movie. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I mean, not even a movie. I cry. I get teary eyed at Disneyland every time we, my girlfriend and I are monthly, uh, you know, members (laughs) and like the dance, the parades. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's just because there's this, I mean, it actually, it goes to like kind of a dark place in the sense that I just longed for childhood fan, like magic. Of again, course. You know? That's why uh, we're, that's why we're creators right. is for exactly. that magic. Exactly. But you know, I just have, I thankfully, you know, yeah, Karina's give me a hard time about it, but even like seeing the live shows or any of the stuff, I just, I get like kind of weepy yeah (laughs) and that's okay (laughs) yes but i don't care you know just yeah i'm doing it again i know buzz lightyear somehow got me (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, that's amazing, uh, and that's so know. beautiful. Oh my god, <laughs> that's oh. <laughs> So I'm glad that, you know, we're all uh, yeah. the ability to evolve in, in ways exactly vulnerable and yes. more strong or, you know, what have you. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, to admit that you're wrong. Yeah. And, you know, like it's totally fine to make mistakes and learn from them. Mm. You know, some people are so, 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 so afraid, you know, like the wrath of God or like, you know, like, oh, God, this one mistake is going to ruin me. And, you know, it might just say, but I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It could kill you. It could, it could. But well, like most of the time you, as a, as a good human, you just, you learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's the people that that hide it and that deny it that uh, that suffer the most. Yeah. Well, how so how did it feel when you sent what whether did, did this thing did all this end just via text or in person? It or? never specifically sure. ended. A lot of things like that don't. It's exactly. Just sort of, but whenever you decided you were done, I mean, how did what were you feeling? It was, time? you know. It's so funny. I, when I really fell in love, when I fell in love with my amazing boyfriend who I love so much, um, it just taught me that I, you know, I didn't need that kind of outward affirmation. I found my true friends. You know what I mean? I found like what it meant when people really cared about me and not just gave me money for stuff or like, you know. Yeah. And then obviously I, I wouldn't, ever want to do anything to jeopardize my relationship with my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So that nips it in the bud right there. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, "Mm, sorry. (laughs) Um, uh, But I'd like to think that even if I didn't, I mean, before I met my boyfriend, it had already ended. And it was just, Mm -hmm. it was just, you know, understanding that that was his position and that he would never, um, he wasn't, going to change. Mm-hmm. Bill Edwards wasn't going to change and he wasn't going to put me in anything. And he just wanted to, you know, reap right. the benefits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I imagine there was just like some, like, did, did it just feel like a weight had been lifted off your shoulders in a way or it, it did. And it, it did. And it didn't. I have felt so far away from what I thought I was really close to as a success, mm-hmm. you know, being, yeah. I would watch him on the television accepting a golden globe. Right. And I was like, Hey, hey I just saw you accepting a golden globe. Yeah. That's so hot. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and now I am building it myself. Right. That's true. Yeah. I guess I didn't. Yeah. There's the, uh, like, I feel like most choices we make, there's conflicting feelings. Exactly. That must've been terrifying. So you're like, I'm back at square one. I don't know how I'm, what I'm going to do or how I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. But also the fact that you weren't living this lie and you didn't have to like lie to your mom about who this guy was, or, mm-hmm. you know, you could, you didn't have this hovering over. It must've yeah. been very sort of, I mean, ultimately sweet, but probably in that moment, kind of bittersweet. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but it's really freed me up to like not be afraid of, of the talent that I have and in my commitment and drive. Because one of my favorite things ever, like when you're faced with any of these obstacles, any, any obstacle, 
it's like, especially when it involves something that you love, like acting is so near and dear to my heart. I love it for reasons that people will never really understand. Mm -hmm. It's not about being famous. It's not, it's about understanding it's empathy. And so when someone tries to take that away from me in my eyes, when, you know, an opportunity is, is not, is taken away or all this stuff, I'm like, okay, okay. What are you going to do, Maggie? What are you going to do? You going to fucking give up? You going to give up? And the answer is always no. Yeah. I'm not fucking giving up. Of course I'm not giving up. Right. It's like, no, no. Find another way. Right. Work harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Build something that you're proud of Mm -hmm. rather than you're ashamed of. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, a fine takeaway from this experience. And uh, I, I, I think so too. Yeah. And I really, again, uh, appreciate you coming on, being vulnerable, sharing your story. Yeah. Uh, Cause you're right. You don't hear this, you know, generally the only hear stories you hear are the ones that maybe got physical and the person said no, and then they left or, mm-hmm. you know, you don't hear this side. And I, I really, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you, you talking about it. Of course. Uh, I think, I'm right, oh, sorry. No, I think it's, I just think it's really important because I know that there's a lot of girls out there and I I really hope that they're listening and that they know that they are, they are not alone girl and you can do this and you're going to be better than you even dreamed you were. Well, where can people find you on social media? Okay. So, uh, on social media, my, my full name is Magdalene Vick. And so on Facebook, just facebook.com slash Magdalene Vick, I think. And then on Instagram, it's just Magdalene underscore underscore, because of course, Magdalene underscore Vick was already taken. Damn her. I know. (laughs) So Magdalene the what is it oh my god that's so funny i'll put it in the screen yeah exactly yeah it's you're around magdalene underscore underscore vic that's my name on instagram (laughs) yeah and then we're starting our new sketches which are called just mags with justin shankro who was harold and hey arnold and me so that'll be really really fun well that's that's really exciting and uh um yeah i i can't wait to see those sketches and, and what else you do and Uh, Thanks again for coming on. Yay. No, thank you for having me. That was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I know that I did. It was something I never talked with anybody about. And uh, I really just appreciate her candor and and, uh, openness to explain how it happened. And uh, and again, how far she's come uh, from that experience. So thank you, Maggie, for coming on. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, give us that five-star rating. Email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast at gmail.com. And until next Wednesday, keep laughing. I hope I don't die from this flu. Bye.